Some say that alongside this see-it-to-believe-it world is the shadowy realm of the supernatural. Sometimes the residents of that dimension touch us, and in one moment, our lives are changed forever. America's Lady of Supernatural Thrillers, Mary Ann Pohl, is your real ghost chatter host. On this podcast, you'll hear stories by real people who have seen real ghosts. Once in a while, Mary Ann will podcast a tale taken from the genre she loves best, the supernatural. Welcome to today's Real Ghost Chatter episode. I'm Mary Ann Paul, America's Lady of Supernatural Thrillers, a charter member of Author Masterminds, and your host on Real Ghost Chatter. If you'd like to know more about me, please visit www.maryannpoll.com. Today is going to be a short podcast. I've been busy doing lots of things, so unfortunately I feel like I have neglected my duties in researching. However, I have a few little short stories that I wanted to share with you of the supernatural and the paranormal. Hopefully I'll be back again next week with a little longer podcast. One game... I played was called The Wild Hunt. It had the paranormal aspect I love. After all, I write supernatural thrillers that revolve around legends. I always wondered about the origin of the phrase, The Wild Hunt. Much to my delight in my research, I came across the legend. Many parts of England and Wales report the tale of The Wild Hunt. The following story is one retold by Sir Arthur Quiller Couch in the book Folklore of a Cornish Village. With some creative embellishment, this story is one to tell your friends on a dark and stormy night, or even better, it's a tale to be told around the proverbial campfire. Stories of a wild hunt, a spectral gathering of hunters and dogs, are told in many counties of England and Wales, as well as in Scotland. In Folklore of a Cornish Village, the book by Sir Arthur Quiller Couch, he tells of a poor herdsman crossing the moors one windy night. He heard the bay of hounds coming from the rocky peaks and recognized the sound as the ghostly dog pack known in the area. But he was still three or four miles from his house. The light was poor, the path indeterminate and difficult to follow, the soil lumpy and damp. The howling of the hounds came nearer until, to his horror, he could see a ghostly concourse of hunters, their horses, and the dogs. They were about to rush upon him when he fell upon his knees and prayed. He heard the hunter shout, Bo Shrove, meaning the boy prays, and the ghostly hunt sped away. As an aside, if nothing else, this tale proves one can't talk too often about the power of a sincere prayer. Then there's this second tale of a small cat reported in Psychic Animals by Dennis Bardens. Let me say I love cats. I love dogs. In fact, I am a proponent of all creatures, great and small. So when I came upon this sweet, ghostly encounter, I just wanted to share it. In the 1920s, contributors to the Daily News of London had some remarkable stories to tell of ghost cats. Here's one, just one, from a contributor to that newspaper. We once owned a small cat that was as devoted to us as any dog could be. Unfortunately, it contracted some disease and had to be painlessly destroyed by the chemist but the little wraith came back to the home she had loved so much. 
I saw her where she liked to be best, playing by the banisters on the landing, near our bedroom, where she used to come and have breakfast with us every morning. A visitor to the house saw her frolicking with a doormat in a way she loved to do, and a maid met her on the stairs. I have never known a more intelligent little cat, nor one that loved her home and her owners more. So it is with great interest to find that after death, she came back in that way. People have reported Bigfoot sightings forever, and especially from all corners of America and maybe even the world. When I came across this encounter in Texas, well, I wanted to share it. I mean, I live in Texas, so this story grabbed my attention. The following account is from BeyondRealityNews.com and Bigfoot Field Researchers Organization. A retired veteran in South Central Texas says he saw an unidentified bipedal creature. The man, whose name wasn't released by the Bigfoot Field Research Organization, or BFRO, said he was driving Highway 60 toward Burleson County on a night in September when he noticed a large dark object, quote unquote, on the side of the road about 300 yards after crossing the Brazos River. Here's what the man said. It was 2.45 a.m. I was traveling at 80 miles per hour, so I passed it fast, but it rose to a standing position and took a leap into the darkness. I have never seen anything like it. I have fished everywhere from Montana to Argentina. BFRO investigator L.J. Willow reportedly conducted a telephone interview with this eyewitness and received more details about this reported encounter. Willow says, the river is quite flooded from Hurricane Harvey, which was the hurricane of 2017 in Texas, and it's pushing some of the wildlife north. At first, the veteran thought it was a large hog, but it immediately stood up and got out of sight. According to Willow, the eyewitness described the animal as a, quote, dark, tall, and thick bipedal, unquote. He said it was about eight feet tall, adding that the Texas man was confident in his measurement because he says it was slightly taller than a street sign. Willow, an ex-military officer, quote, dedicated to conducting Bigfoot investigations based on evidence, unquote, says the man claimed to be a skeptic until his alleged sighting. But this isn't the only sightings. In 2017, a man from eastern Texas says he was fishing on the Trinity River when he recorded the images of what he called a Sasquatch. In 2015, a Texas man said he had an encounter with Bigfoot and that the monkey-like being had even smiled at him. The same year, a preacher in Wise County, Texas claimed a Bigfoot lived in that area. Nothing else, it's interesting to hear about these Bigfoot sightings. I haven't researched yet today to see if there's been any newer ones in the last three or four years. I do have a feeling, though, that there probably has been, and I'm hoping to bring that update to you another time. But for today, that's it. It's time to get back to researching and the supernatural. Hopefully, I'll have some great new stories to share soon. If you enjoyed this podcast, I encourage you to share it with others you think would also be interested. If you'd like to know more about me, go to maryannpoll.com and or authormasterminds.com forward slash M-A-R-Y dash A-N-N dash P-O-L-L. Until next time, may the wind always be at your back, the sun on your face, and the good Lord walk beside you.